This episode, I'm chatting to Melissa Clark. Mel is a project coordinator at HeartKids as a part of the National Action Plan, which is implemented to reduce the impact of childhood heart disease in Australia and achieve the goal that people with childhood onset heart disease live longer, healthier and more productive lives. She runs a few projects with the focus on increasing support for families online or over the phone. My goal is to be that right place for you, no matter what your inquiry is. Before we begin, we'd like to acknowledge that we're recording on the traditional country of the Ghana people of the Adelaide Plains. We pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging. We pass that respect to any Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander listeners. So, a very warm welcome to you, Mel. Where are you joining us from? Thanks so much, Sammy. I am coming to you from Nam on Wurundjeri land. Beautiful. So, beautiful Melbourne. Absolutely. So, Mel, I understand that you run a few different projects at your role of heart kids. You're obviously wearing lots of hats. Can you tell me about those hats that you wear and what are the projects? Absolutely. So, lots of different hats, all very stylish ones, of course. My role is focused on the support that HeartKids offers. That's really different from the support that our amazing family support coordinator team offer, like on the ground. Mine is more about the extras that come alongside that. So I run the helpline. If you ring that 1-800 number, it's me you're talking to most of the time, unless I'm on leave. It's the same if you send a message on the web chat. Yeah, so it's always going to be me unless I'm having a cheeky holiday. And it's the same with the web chat as well. So if you go to the website, and you see our little web chat, you're talking to me, you're talking to a real person and it's the same over email and when you reach out via social media too. So if you send us a DM on the uh, National Heart Kids Facebook page asking for help, it's usually me that you're talking to. So I'm sort of the external help that's sort of online and existing around all the incredible work that our family support coordinators do on the ground and in the community. And there's other projects too that sort of go alongside that. One of the big ones is the CHD directory that has just been launched. This is a huge directory that we have compiled with healthcare professionals, organisations and support networks that may offer support to people with CHD, but also their family, their friends, their partners, anyone that's sort of extended outside of that CHD community, there may be a listing for you on there. So those are my big overall projects in the grand scheme of things. Mel, I think I might need to just sit down and take that all in. That is a lot. That is a lot. But I think clearly you're extremely talented to be able to pick up all those different projects and do it with such warmth and compassion. And I think what's really lovely, and I think I hope listeners can take away from this is, yeah, there's no AI bot answering you. It's actually Mel. It's Mel. It's me. (laughs) It's definitely me. It's you. Yes, it is. It's a real person. Yeah, that's fantastic. So because of that, you must have to be across so many things. And when I say so many things, obviously, there's someone obviously who's just got a diagnosis or there's someone who's just about to go for surgery or they've just come home from surgery or whatever, but also too, they're in different parts of Australia. 
Yeah. And so really when we get those different kinds of contacts, it's about understanding where they are, understanding what they're needing and what I know they can access where they are, but also all of those external things about like the broader things, what federal government programs can they access? What can they get close to? Also, who are their immediate contacts? Who is that tiny circle that's around them, friends and family that can help support them? How do they also join in and be a part of that support network? So when you come to me and you're looking for that sort of support, I'm going to help find and connect you and refer you to those sorts of support networks that do exist but it's also about understanding how heart kids can help you and how I can connect you to our team to provide that face-to-face support or over the phone support and also provide you lots of information resources any of those extra bits that are going to give you some extra context or some information about your journey with CHD and it's also about acknowledging how unique everybody's journey with CHD is no one's going to be the same I'm really here to try and adapt to that need and give you the information that's going to be useful. Amazing, amazing. So I'm going online, I'm doing a web chat, you're actually there answering. So you already have obviously a clear understanding of, well, you obviously from that moment going to find out my informal supports, obviously what formal supports there are and help me navigate that CHD journey. That's amazing. So if I was then to call the helpline, is that the same? Like it's still, again, I speak to you, it's that one-stop shop of information? Yeah, absolutely. So I think when people think about calling a helpline, they're expecting it to be similar to like Lifeline or Beyond Blue or something like that. The helpline that we have at HeartKids is quite unique. It's not just a space for people to call and have a chat. It is different. You can certainly still do that. I personally do love a chat. If you do just want to hang out, please give me a ring. But it is also (laughs) about connecting with me, using me as a one-stop shop. I like to tell people I'm their personal assistant. So if you're calling that helpline and you're telling me you are traveling from say Adelaide to the Royal Children's in Melbourne and you just need some information on that transport subsidy scheme where you can claim some of your money back for that transport I'm going to be there to find that document for you send you the links give you that information maybe connect you with our family support coordinator team so that there is like a friendly face to meet you at the other end when you do get to that hospital It's very one-stop shop approach, but equally, if you are just having a rough day and you have CHD or you're a partner of someone with CHD and having a rough day, you can still give me a ring. We can chat. I'm not a qualified counsellor, but I do love to talk about absolutely anything. So if I can just help take your mind off things for a little bit, I'm here for that too. Yeah, that's amazing, Mel. That's really wonderful. And I think I love the fact that you spelt out that Yes, it's not actually like calling Kids Helpline or Lifeline. This isn't a counselling phone call. It's really navigation, isn't it? It's like, like you said, you're the personal assistant. You're the chief navigator. I've hit a roadblock. Can you help me navigate around or under or over this? That's wonderful. So I suppose to lead in from that, what if I have a medical question? What happens next, Mel? If I call you and I've got this question about my son, my daughter, like you said, my partner, what's the next step there? 
Yes, so the helpline is absolutely not the medical support line. We can't provide any healthcare advice. We're not qualified to do so, and that's not the intention of Heart Kids either. So if you did call and you had a very specific medical question, I will always direct you back to contact your healthcare team, whether that's your GP, if that's someone that has been looking after your CHD and is quite knowledgeable, to your cardiologist, getting that very specific professional advice is always what I'm going to tell you as well as directing you to some other helplines that could maybe give you a bit more guidance. So Nurse on Call, what is what we call it here in Victoria, but it's also called Health Direct Helpline, is another great resource and a good touch point that I provide people. That is an initiative that's supported by the federal government. You can give them a ring. It's 24-7 and it's supported entirely by nurses so they can listen to what's happening and give you that guidance about whether you need to go to hospital, whether you need to contact a certain person. So that's always what I'll do. Healthcare team first. If you're not sure, nurse on call is always really good. And naturally, as we all know, triple zero in an emergency every time is what you should be aiming for if you're very concerned. Amazing, Mel. That's great. And that's so good to have that, I suppose, you know, that sounding board in you to ask those questions. And like you said, you can probably decipher very quickly if I actually need more medical advice Mm -hmm. than I do general advice. So obviously, Mel, you're obviously quite versed in this because you seem incredibly comfortable even just talking about how broad your role is. Mm -hmm. You've clearly got years of experience in, in different industries and backgrounds behind you. So How did you come about into taking on such a large role? I might be a little bit unique in the sense that I have moved around a great deal, both as a child and as an adult. So I have a lot of on the ground experience in most states of Australia, which is good because I've gotten to know different networks like primary healthcare networks and how they work. But, you know, for background, I have years and years of working in the public service in various states and did quite a few years working in the disability space for children as well. And part of that last job working in the disability space was really about connecting people to the services that they probably don't know exist. Things like local councils, government initiatives, different authorities that you might not be aware of federal programs that exist, really looking at those informal community and mainstream supports, which are three words I'm sure many of our listeners have heard before. It's really about connecting you to those extra things to strengthen all of the supports around you. And that's what I've spent most of my life working within in any varying degree of that. I really love family-centered approaches and strengthening all of the supports around you. And that's what has informed my love for this role and connecting people to make a really lovely holistic support network around an individual. So just a lot of uh, very passionate public and community service for the people around me and just being curious about how we can solve problems and fill gaps through different services that are available is really what my passion is. Wonderful. Yeah, clearly. And it comes across with you, Mel. Again, it's clear. I can see it in your face and hear it in your voice. You clearly want to help plug that hole in that person that's calling up or online typing something through or because it is the world that we're in. There's so much going on. There is almost sometimes too much information. It can become quite overwhelming. Unfortunately, I remember when we had our diagnosis for our son, we were told not to Google. And so it's wonderful that we've got, you know, the national action plan that's actually instigated your role. And it's great that there's someone like you that's actually fulfilling it, like you said, with such broad Australian knowledge on the ground. It's amazing. 
So if we can roll into the other part of your role, which is the CHD directory. So that's fairly, it's new, isn't it? Yes. How long has the directory been around? So it has been sitting on the HeartKids website for a couple of weeks now. We have been slowly releasing information about it on social media. The reason why it's sort of been slow to trickle out. Couple of, sorry, I was going to say a couple of weeks. So this is like hot off the press. Basically, yeah, it's been something that I have been working on since I started in 2021. It's been a long journey so far and it's a living space. It's kind of never going to be complete, which doesn't align well with my perfectionism traits, but it's something that we're building on and developing and we really hope that it's going to be of great use to everyone, every persona and cohort that exists within the CHD space. Amazing, amazing. So how does the directory actually work? So who's on that directory? Yeah, so it's like a national directory just for Australia. It's publicly accessible so you can find it on the HeartKids website and it's a directory of qualified healthcare professionals and then we also have organisations and then local and national peer groups that have this specific knowledge about congenital and childhood onset heart disease, really specific about those skills that they have and how they may be of benefit to the community. So currently the entries we have are very heart-centric, as you can imagine. It's very easy to find listings of cardiologists that are interested in CHD and adult CHD. But we also know that people with CHD may benefit from other supports in their lifetime. So some people may really benefit from finding an exercise physiologist, for example, or a dentist that understands the kind of routine things you need to do before you may have any dental work done if you also have CHD. So the directory works by compiling all of these people and putting them in one place so that if you're a person with CHD or a friend, family member, etc., of a person with CHD, you can use that directory to search for these providers that are close to you and have those skills that you're looking for. So it's still developing. We're definitely asking people to send in their suggestions if they have any of these practitioners that they may have used that understood their needs. Definitely let us know. There's a link on the website to do that. Yeah, that's fantastic. So it's obviously still evolving. And like you said, it will never actually, I suppose, reach a stage of completion because as we evolve, as we learn more things, as I suppose the requirements and the desires and needs of our community will obviously drive who ends up on that directory. But I love the fact that it's not just cardiologists. I love the fact that actually it leans into lifestyle. And that's great even just talking about, you know, exercise or dental. I think that's something that sometimes we we forget. We forget in our community that um, going to the dentist and the heart are so closely linked. Our oral hygiene is just as important as that checkup with, with our cardiologist. So that's great that we could find all that and I'm assuming other allied health as well on there as well. Yeah, absolutely. So we have other clinical and allied health providers on there and then as you dive deeper into the support network side of things and we have some like really niche areas of online support groups too. So we have listings of online support groups for people that may have one specific kind of CHD. We have links to the Zipper Sisters Club that is a club on Facebook that's just for women that have a zipper. 
it's really niche stuff that really drills down to have that specific support that people might be looking for. And, you know, extra things too, like we know that some people might like to look up information and just have a place to find those resources about their CHD or all those topics that align with what they're going through. That's on there. We have listings for community support. We have listings of accommodation, things like the Ronald McDonald House listings that people might need to just look up quickly. And then we even go further too. We have listings for hospitals, allied health clinics, multidisciplinary centres. It's all in there and it's evolving. So we're hoping it's going to be nice and full soon and keep evolving to meet the needs of the community. Just picking up what you said before, Mel, that you basically, you know, this is a great platform for us to be talking about it tonight on the podcast is if there are people out there or if there is someone in the CHD community, especially those in rural and remote, I've chatted about before, our journey started in regional South Australia and it was really hard to navigate and find, like you said, those allied health professionals or who was the go-to, who had more than just general knowledge. So that's great. So are you putting it out there as a bit of a call to action to any listeners that maybe, like you said, might go, actually, like you just said about the Zipper Sisters Club, that's brilliant, Mm. love the name. You know, there could be somewhere else that someone goes, oh, actually, in this regional remote part of WA or whatever, we've actually started a book club or whatever else. So for mums of heart kids or whatever it is. So is this a bit of a call to action too, to get people to, you know, to jump online and shoot you off an email? Absolutely. Certainly those little groups, those rural and regional groups are of massive importance to me right now. Obviously, it's quite easy to do a fair bit of Googling and find those people in those major city centres, particularly where we are aligned with those hospitals that do provide CHD surgery, easy to find. Rural and regional areas underserviced. Know that it is hard to find those port networks. I would love to hear from you. If you do have something like a book club for heart mums, absolutely, I want to hear about that. That sounds phenomenal. I will be undertaking a project quite shortly where I'm going to do some real grassroots community engagement where I'm going to be calling around to all the community health centres I can find, having a chat with some practice managers seeing what their knowledge is of CHD and potentially aligning them with some education support. Maybe we can just start to upskill the knowledge of people and really either upskill their knowledge or find those entries where people may already know a lot and we just don't know they exist because of their internet presence. So it will hopefully evolve. There'll be like a lot of grassroots efforts in the way first to make that happen, but we're certainly trying to evolve it and expand and make sure all of our amazing rural and regional families are supported as best as they possibly can be. That's amazing, Mel. I can imagine that ring around. We live in a very vast country. (laughs) is not going to be an easy task and I'm sure it's going to be how far do you want to go down the rabbit hole in each area. So that is great that we as a community can actually help assist you with that because it's like everything, a problem shared is a problem halved. And if you are somewhere and you know about someone that, you know, it could be, like you said earlier, an exercise physiologist that specifically understands the impact of CHD, especially on some of our little babies. They haven't had tummy time or those normal milestones of rolling and sitting and crawling. So a lot of them don't actually have the muscle tone. And so as they've grown older, they've got to build that memory muscle. And so to know that there's a directory or if there's people out there listening that you can actually provide that information, you just make that next person who's on their CHD journey a little bit easier. 
And that's just such a wonderful thing that we can do as a community together. Absolutely. And I think the knowledge, the shared knowledge of everybody within the community is going to be so much more than I'll ever be able to find through Googling or othering people on the phone, basically. So the community knowledge shared amongst everybody else is going to be stronger than anything else. So getting that information, call to action. If you're listening and you've got some suggestions or people that you think have helped you along your way in your CHD journey and you feel like their skills and knowledge has really been relevant to what you're going through on that journey, you can call me on the helpline if you like. I'll be the one picking up. If it's not me, it will be one of our family support coordinator staff. We would love to hear about it. And you can also submit those details on the actual CHD directory. There's a form you can fill out. You drop their details in there and I'll take care of the rest. That's amazing. That's really great, Mel. And I can tell you as a parent, it's wonderful to hear that there's someone like you in this role and is obviously clearly really passionate and clearly very experienced too, like you said, on the ground experience. So if we can break it down from here, so what other advice can you give anyone listening today of the CHD journey? Because sometimes the support is really around, say, the parents who have just had a child or just had a diagnosis, are you happy to take calls from the grandmother or the auntie? Absolutely. And I would encourage anyone to reach out. That's always my biggest advice. The most common thing that I do hear on the helpline more than anything is, oh, I'm not sure if I've called the right place. It's almost always what everyone says. When oh, they I'm sure. Yes. And it, my goal is to be that right place for you, no matter what your inquiry is. Whether I can help you with that or not, if I can't help you, then I'm going to be referring you to our incredibly intelligent knowledgeable, lived experience family support coordinators that likely can help you. So if you're calling, if you're a parent, if you're a person with CHD, if you're a family member and you're not sure, just reach out. The worst that can happen is that I'll give you the information you need and that will feel good or, you know, we'll just have a chat. And if I can't help you, then we have the most incredible team of people on the ground that have this lived experience and are specialists to know the right things to need to know on a CHD journey. Uh, So please reach out. I'll help if I can. And if I can't, I'll be referring you to a team that are just beyond amazing. And I'm in awe of them every day. (laughs) Yeah, fantastic. And I suppose to those teens out there that are listening, or if mum and dad have listened, or you subscribe and you listen you know, it's a good reminder for you to hear as well that that support is there for you because even though that journey has been under the guidance of your cardiologist and other people, your family, you know, I suppose that's the thing now. You're now on that journey yourself as a heart kid, teen or adult. I suppose you want to hear from them too and they would have completely different probably questions for you, Mel. Absolutely. And we have had a few teens contact. Sometimes it's just like, oh, I've had a bit of a rough trot at work today or, you know, when I was doing my after school job or, you know, something a bit annoying happened at school today and people don't understand because of my CHD. It's often for me not about solving a problem for them and just having a space for these heart teens and young people to feel comfortable and just being able to reach out and say, this happened to me. I've aired that experience now. I've gotten it off my chest and I can move on with the rest of my day. We also have a lot of other like teen initiatives and young people initiatives. So we do have a private support group for teens and young people with CHD. There is also the Youth Zone account on Instagram too, which is another resource that we have so that you can read and learn about stories for young people with CHD. 
the information and the support is out there. And if you are a young person and you just want to chat about an experience, and I'm here for that too. I don't necessarily have to solve your problems, but I am happy to have a chat, that's for sure. Yeah, that's great. So you basically, you're going to provide that space for them to, like you said, offload, and then you'll be there to help them navigate or triage those next steps. Like you said, if they need probably more formal supports in the way of counselling, but maybe the first step is they recognise that they need to get something off their chest or just have a niggling question to think about, I don't actually want to have this conversation with anyone else, what comes next? So that's great to know that it's that that private space for people to reach out and be guided. That's fantastic, Mel. So I'm still getting my head around how you can possibly do all of these things. And I completely take my hat off to you. And I'm sure the Heart Kids community, I speak on behalf of all of them, we're very grateful um, because for many, many years, we haven't had that luxury. And now it's beautiful to think that we do have that resource in a website with, as you said, resource sheets, as well as a directory of um, specialists, whether they be formal, informal, and the fact that we've got a lovely, warm, friendly voice in you answering. I'm so grateful to do this job and I'm very honoured every day to get to share time amongst all of these amazing people with CHD, but all the family members around it too. I just, I'm in awe of the incredible people I get to chat to. I just want to remind people sometimes as well, if you don't feel like chatting on the phone, the web chat is a great option. And we do also, for the people that maybe don't want to have that exchange, we've got heaps of like fact sheets on the Heart Kids website. And it's not just for kids and it's not just for parents of kids as well. We do have things on there, like the Growing Up with CHD booklet that's really targeted towards young adults and teens. And it includes stuff as well, things like body image and about sex and drugs and alcohol and how that may impact you if you do have CHD. So the resources are there. The Action Plan team has these massive initiatives to build up all of that information to help everybody around that person with CHD as well as the individual. And if you can't find it on there, then please get in touch. I I really do just love having a chat and making space for people, but also if they need practical support and guidance, and I'm here for that too. So it's my pleasure to serve that community. That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Mel. It's lovely to get to know you. It's lovely to get to know the person and the voice behind, like you said, the helpline, the web chat, socials, all those things to know that in our community, AI is not responding. (laughs) It's definitely me. It's not a bot. It's Mel. It's Mel. It's definitely not a bot. (laughs) Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Mel. It was great to cover off on all those things today and lovely to know that we have that resource for our community. So thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you so much for having me, Sammy. It's been great chatting with you. Sometimes this podcast talks about some heavy things. If this brings up anything for you or someone you love, it is important to reach out for support. The Heart Kids Helpline provides support and guidance for anyone impacted by CHG. You can call the helpline on 1800 432 785. To access more information about CHG, as well as support from Heart Kids, visit the website at heartkids.org.au. The information on this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice from your doctor or healthcare team. Always talk to your doctor about matters that affect you or your family's health. 